What are you listening to? Hole in the wall. You gotta hear this. It'll change your life, I swear. Think you could have? Maybe listen yeah, while you could? I can handle it. Yeah. Okay. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever happens, happens. Wait! Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Yo, bro! Where are you from? London. 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 London? Yes, London. You know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather, Mary fucking Poppins, London. Hi there, you and I listen to the Hole in the Wall podcast, hosted by your host with the most useless knowledge to boast, where we discuss all manner of things from popular culture, ranging from movies to TV to anime, and on the rare occasions we do talk comics and music. And yeah, my name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> nah, my name is Shah Jahan Ali, and you are now listening to Hole in the Wall podcast. Okay, okay. How's everyone doing, old and new listeners? What up, what up, what up? If you're new here, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for choosing us, to be fair, in this extremely saturated market of podcasts. Thank you so much for choosing us to provide the white noise for your day. As you, I don't know, you partake in some chores, you do some boring shit throughout your day. Thank you so much for picking this podcast. I appreciate it so much. Okay, so now we've got all that, you know, nicey, nicey shit out of the way. Let's get into the news of the week. So Disney Plus now has the old Netflix Marvel shows. And listen, they're probably just going to soft reboot them or just continue the shows in some way on Disney Plus, either through cameos, through the, you know, those other fucking shows like Loki and all that bollocks. I mean, I've not watched it. I I struggle with like a lot of Marvel stuff, I'm not going to lie. But for me personally, I'm just wondering if they're going to Disney-fy it, Disney-fy those old Netflix shows and just make them as children-friendly as possible. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Like where it's just that same kind of, and I hate this word, aesthetic. <laughs> uh, that word's just been fucking hijacked by every every fucking white girl fucking <laughs> dressed. But yeah, look, I can't help but find it annoying how Disney be owning everything now. They be making movies and TV shows into some kind of conveyor belt of mediocrity. Yeah, it's very meaty in the sense that they all feel the same. They genuinely all feel the same. Can anyone really tell me a single Marvel movie or Disney movie, to be fair, that just, you know, breaks away from that structure? Even most directors complain about the way Disney interferes with their projects. But then again, most executives ruin most movie projects. I mean, you just got to look at Sony when it comes to the Spider-Man shit. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, they're, they're doing fucking all manner of fucking things with Venom at the moment. That shit is just, nah, just not for me. But also, quite recently, a game came out. No, I'm not talking about Elden Ring or Horizon, whatever the fuck. Forbidden West, right? I, I think it's Forbidden West. <laughs> Every time I say that name, Horizon, I immediately just think Zero Dawn. That, that game is so weird. It's such a forgettable game, if that makes sense. He ain't lying. You only know the protagonist. That is about it. 
and I'm struggling to remember what her fucking name is. Aloy? I think that's the name. Yeah, I can't remember a single other character in that game. It's it's just a game that takes every other component from other games and just does it okay. He ain't lying. A very fucking weird kind of title. But yeah, the game that has come out recently is Gran Turismo 7. And I just want to know, who the fuck plays Gran Turismo? I need to know the kinds of people that be playing that game. How is there seven of those games? But I can't get another Legacy of Kane or a fucking Beyond Good and Evil sequel. How? How? Okay. How? How? I need to know. It's, it's just tragic. 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 <laughs> okay, so there isn't that much news in the week. I mean, you know, obvious things are occurring, but we don't discuss them kind of things here. I mean, you know, you want fucking politics, you tune into actual fucking news. <laughs> Could you imagine people looking to podcasts for relevant information to the world? No, no, that's not happening here. So on today's episode, I want to discuss a personal favorite of mine. And it is, in my opinion, a very underrated anime. Yes. <laughs> we are discussing an anime. I apologize. Please don't turn off. Please, please stay. Stay. Stay with me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an underrated anime, in my opinion. And it is called GTO, which stands for Grand Teacher Oniska. I've probably fucked up the pronunciation of that. I, I apologize. That's all I can really do. I mean, the English language butchers everything that is in english <laughs> even when you put the words in english they're just they're like ah, i'm fucked i don't know how to pronounce this but i'm gonna butcher it as much as possible i do apologize for butchering it though so how do i describe this anime to you lot imagine the biggest perv <laughs> i can't lie he's a big perv and his motivations of becoming a teacher is somewhat rooted in that what the fuck i mean you know that sounds really fucked up <laughs> To make it clear, it's very Japanese. The show is very Japanese. And it's, you know, it, this is an anime from the 90s. Yeah, so, you know, cultural standards are a bit different. And all these kinds of things are very differing to Western values and all these kinds of things. But that's not the main thing. <laughs> so it is an anime from the 90s. Keep that in mind. Which, you know, makes the art already top tier. I mean, personally for me, I'm a big fan of this style of art in animes. I mean, animes in the 90s had that kind of particular art. Like, other examples of this art is obviously Cowboy Bebop and Evangelion. And, yeah, it's just, I enjoy this far more than the weird, the weird, <laughs> the weird kind of childlike animes now that we have. I prefer the 90s style, but that's just personal preference. But from the title alone, it's obviously about a teacher. And some people are probably thinking or hoping martial arts teacher and if you are you might be a stereotyper <laughs> no we are talking actual school educator a teacher teacher the bane of many rappers existences is that just a rapper thing to have teachers that say you weren't gonna amount to anything i mean you know like for me personally i just got told i'm i'm a bit bright you know if i applied myself a bit more i'd do well <laughs> i mean no no teacher is out here calling children pieces of shits and saying, you're not going to amount to anything. I guarantee someone's going to be like, no, my teacher, you are probably a piece of shit. I'll be honest. <laughs> probably a fucking school bully. Just being surprised teachers are fed up with your bullshit. 
Anyways, <laughs> after that fucking rant, this is an anime based on the exploits of the teacher in training, Oniska. And before you turn off, it is a very mature and adult anime. No power of friendship will solve any of the shit that occurs. <laughs> a lot of animes are ruined on just that alone. Power of friendship, like love love saved the day again guys <laughs> no it's very mature in the themes that it portrays so yeah we'll discuss more of that later so let's talk about the character first Aniska. he's kind of cool i ain't gonna lie dude does martial arts likes video games and women a bit too much at times <laughs> but i am mad at that he's an ex-gang member that wants to be a teacher to help kids like him that weren't the prototypical Japanese child. They weren't the perfect child. I mean, he's blonde and he's got pierced ears, which is mentioned a lot in the show. I guess it's supposed to represent his rebellious personality, but also highlights his outsider nature to the status quo within Japan. And I guess the education system as a whole. He delivers a many life lesson to his students in his own <laughs> very interesting ways i mean fucking hell some of them you just like all right this 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 is a bit much but <laughs> you know what i mean if you see the first episode the pilot episode alone you you'll understand what i mean i will say though it does suffer near the end of the show due to the anime finishing before the manga so it has a completely different ending and also some of the later episodes are not directly from the source material so eh, it's just a sad case of what a lot of good animes go through but we the viewer can really apply these life lessons to our own lives because they're legit and they're very fucking helpful i mean the idea of most life lessons in shows can be quite corny but i feel like gto i'm just gonna call it gto i'm not saying the whole fucking thing <laughs> gto balances that line well where it does teach you a few things like life lessons that you can apply into your own life without being corny. And I feel like it's because of the comedy and the overall matureness in those moments where life lessons are being taught to the characters. I mean, the whole ensemble of characters, a shout out to me for using the word ensemble. <laughs> the ensemble of characters, I'm still proud of myself. Alright, let me get this out of the way. The whole ensemble of characters are amazing and they complement the protagonist amazingly. I mean, Oniska stands out as it is, but his comedy bounces very well off the ordinary citizens within this world. I mean, everyone's kind of suited and booted and all these kinds of things. And then you've got him just being, well, him, you know? <laughs> There's no other character like him, keep that in mind. I don't feel like I've come across another anime character that's exhibited those kinds of traits in that kind of way where it's just not too try-hardy. I mean, a lot of characters are so edgy, they'll, they'll cut the world in half. <laughs> <laughs> but the main selling point of the show is just its comedy. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. And, you know, unlike Ricky Gervais, it doesn't involve a 40-minute stand-up routine about how you're an atheist. <laughs> Listen, we get it, okay? <laughs> you don't believe in God. Ricky Gervais, right, to me, just seems like the kind of person who would hear someone say, oh, my grandmother passed away, but one day I'll see her in heaven and I'm looking forward to that. And he would reply, you know, God's not real, right? You know, you know, like heaven's not real. Your, your grand's dead. 
She's never coming back. You never seen it. Like, fuck off, bro. Okay, we get it. We get it. If if we all looked like Ricky Gervais, I am sure most people wouldn't believe in God either. But <laughs> I mean, yo, like if you if you were built like Ricky, would you believe in a God either? I don't think so. Sorry about that <laughs> new listeners are like, oh, does he does he always run? I don't, but sometimes I get annoyed. <laughs> Anyways, the first few episodes deal with his training to become a teacher and then his life as a teacher dealing with the worst class in a private school the private school was the only one willing to hire him (laughs) you would never think that but in this show they they make that the case i mean you know fuck it whatever but excusing that it's genuinely an amazing show and it's very fucking refreshing to have a protagonist that is an adult instead of a child or a teenager that is 1000 years old (laughs) that's the one thing that really fucks up anime is having characters that are sexualized that look like children but then people are like yeah but like you know she's she's you know she's she's 2000 years old it's okay it's okay no it's not okay (laughs) it's not it's just that's why i gave up fucking seven deadly sins yeah that shit got fucking weird for me that nah 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 that's not gonna run but yeah, <laughs> it's refreshing to have someone in their 20s kind of trying to figure this shit out, teaching these students and just helping these outcasts of society because most of the children are outcasts to the larger Japanese world. A lot of them have issues and traumas and, you know, they are stigmatized to a certain extent to the outside world. A lot of them are treated as criminals and all these kinds of things. And I don't know, like the show in itself does portray it's not so black and white. There is a lot of nuance to these characters. It's, you know, it's just a world of grey. And that's the reality of the world itself. We do live in a world of grey. And it's a very enjoyable show. It has action, it has drama, it has very emotional moments, especially in the first few episodes alone. But also, it has pure fucking comedy. <laughs> like I've I've never laughed so hard watching a show. I will say the first episode, right? The opening scene, if you get past that, you will enjoy the show. <laughs> it starts off very pervy. It but that's that's it's japan what do you want me to do okay (laughs) but yeah it has pure comedy and it has hints of romance but most importantly it has my seal of approval i mean that's all that fucking matters if you listen to this show i mean you know that's all that fucking matters the opinion of some fucking stranger that you don't know (laughs) is that not what reviews are is that not what most podcast discussions are I mean, that's all they really are, to be honest. (laughs) Just the opinion of some fucking stranger who's just talking to you through the internet. But hey, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) So you can stream this on Crunchyroll, even if the free streaming is annoying. And it fucking is annoying, especially with all the adverts. I mean, fucking hell. They will play four adverts back to back for 60 seconds. And you're just there like, all right, I'm just going to wait it out. I'm going to wait it out. And you're still fucking waiting. But... Hey, it's definitely the easiest way to access the show. If it was any other way that was a lot easier, I'd fucking tell you people. You can do the whole <laughs> you can do that whole thing of streaming it on the internet for free. I ain't gonna fucking snitch on you, but it takes so much effort loading up another episode and doing all that kind of shit. You're just better off using Crunchyroll for this one. I'm not gonna lie. If you're <laughs> if you're trying <laughs> if you're trying to find anything else, 
just stream it online on the internet. I'm not going to lie. But this, death easiest. If it's on Crunchyroll, just use it. If it's not, just, you know, fucking stream it. And on that note of piracy. <laughs> Yo, no, sorry. I'm just thinking about the time. Do you guys remember that advert where they would be like, you wouldn't steal a car, would you? So why would you pirate this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro. I'm going to fucking stick this BMW in a USB. Fucking walk around with it. God, anti-piracy adverts were fucking hilarious back in the day. You wouldn't steal a car, would you? Go fuck yourself. I'll, I'll fucking steal whatever I feel like, mate. I, I fucking... <laughs> This is self-snitching right now, but hey, The Matrix episode, I streamed it on the internet for free. That's got to be the best part I've ever seen. So it would seem. We're still pirates out here. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to end the show there because... <laughs> hey, we just did a whole bunch of self-snitching. Also... Apologies if this episode wasn't a lively one. It's a bit of a quiet week, so it's a bit of a more chilled out episode for this one, guys. I hope you guys don't mind that. So that was this week's episode, and I do hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to me as much as I enjoyed waffling. If you did, you can show how much you liked it on Spotify and Apple by slapping the shit out of that follow button and leaving a review. Let me know if you hated or like this anime. Listen, if you don't fucking like this anime, we're going to have a fucking issue there. I ain't going to lie. Last week, I expected you guys to hate The Matrix. This week, I'm expecting you guys to like this anime. <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's cool. You know. You know. Everyone's got an opinion. If you hate it, it's fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, you can let me know if you enjoyed it. Or uh, if you hated it. You can let me know by contacting the show. So you can contact us at the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com. I repeat, that is the hole in the wall pod at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Instagram at hole in the wall pod. I repeat, that is at hole in the wall pod. Tag the show. Let me know if you enjoyed the episode and share it because, hey, it truly does help the show. I can't front on that. You can also help by donating to the Patreon. Yep, we still trying to run up that bag. I ain't got no money. <laughs> we still got a Patreon. Are you serious? Thank you for what? Standing there? So yeah, you can pledge allegiance to the show. The Patreon is at patreon.com slash the hole in the wall. I repeat, patreon.com slash the hole in the wall. And yeah, all donations go towards making better content for the people that enjoy the hole in the wall. All donations help the show and keep it alive. And I really do appreciate it. If you do donate, and even if you don't, you're still fucking amazing. Look at you. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And yo, I'm thankful that you listen and just enjoy the show. Especially if you're a new listener. Okay? All my socials and the show's socials and the Patreon is in the description. Anyways, and with that, I'm signing off. Regular episodes every Monday. And you'll be hearing from me next Monday. But in terms of next week's show, hey, I could be discussing anything from popular culture. We know that by now. Now, that could either be with a guest, if I, you know, <laughs> if I finally find someone funny enough. Listen, there is a, a screening process at this point. I mean, after that episode that got voted 
new listeners have no clue what I'm talking about, but old listeners, the day ones, they know what I'm talking about. The episode where I had a guest, which is voted, deleted, <laughs> to never be fucking uploaded, because, oh my god, guys, it was terrible. It was terrible. Like, genuinely, you you don't know how much I suffered for you guys. I, I, it was, it was two hours, two hours of conversation, and it was so boring. I mean, fucking hell. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it might be me, myself, and I again, unless we finally find a guest that passes the screening process. But whatever it is, there will still be an attempt to entertain you, as always, through the Matrix's mainframe. This has been The Hole in the Wall. My name is Shah Jahan Ali, and yeah, you hear from me next Monday. So yeah, whatever time you listen to this, have a good morning, evening, and good night. And you'll be hearing from me next Monday. And yeah. We still ending it like the Truman Show. (laughs) Peace.